Yo, 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 it's your girl Sam coming at you from Berlin, Germany, just giving you an American's perspective on living abroad and whatever else is on my mind. Today is Wednesday. Welcome to Hump Day, November the 18th, 2020. And what's on my mind today is technology. I recently listened to a 99% Invisible podcast episode called The Lost Cities of Geo. It starts out talking about how GeoCities began. Do you remember GeoCities? Because I definitely do. When I was 13, it was the summer between 7th and 8th grade, I think, there was this super summer program at the local community college where young young kids, not college kids, could sign up for classes at the community college in basically whatever they wanted. And we didn't get credit for it or anything. It was solely for enrichment purposes and broadening your mind. And I was a nerd, so I really liked it. And I took a an HTML class. CSS didn't even exist at that point. <laughs> So one summer, I learned how to write some basic HTML code, and from that point on, I was hooked. And GeoCities came into existence around the same time, and it was where everybody was. I mean, other than the chat rooms, IRC, AOL, all the good stuff. So I built a little website on GeoCities, and... It was a calendar. I built myself a calendar that would basically track my my life. And if you know me, you know that I love myself a calendar. I love myself a schedule. And this was probably where it started. So you can thank GeoCities. <laughs> and the link to this podcast episode will be in the show notes so that you can listen to it in all of its all of its retro glory, but here are a few highlights. So GeoCities got started in 1994, and the website was set up like a neighborhood, which I vaguely remember. After I heard this, I was like, oh yeah, they had these little, they had streets and blocks, and they had these little houses, and you could choose which which house you wanted to be your website. (laughs) I can't believe I forgot that. (laughs) It really gives a very literal meaning to a homepage. So in 1998, GeoCities was the third most visited website in the world. And then Yahoo decided that they would buy it. And that's sort of when it all went downhill. And then in 2009, Yahoo announced that GeoCities files and servers would be deleted. And that's when the story gets even more interesting, but I'll let you listen to it in full on the 99% Invisible episode, because it really is worth a listen. But this was Web 1.0. This was when everything was brand new. We were just figuring out how everything worked. We were using Comic Sans and flashing GIF banners all over the place, and we were loving it. 
And eventually, it was the thing that influenced my whole career, which is crazy to think that when I was 13, I was introduced to something that would influence the rest of my life. And now I'm living in Germany and freelancing as a web designer. Like, who could have? How is this? Who wrote this story? Really, getting older and looking back on your life and seeing how all of the dots have connected is amazing. It's really amazing. And I'm really curious about which dots you have in your life, in your past. Which dots tell your story? Which dots have led you to where you are? I would love, love, love to hear your stories about this. And you can share them with me quite easily. There is a link in the show notes to send me a voice message. It's painless, and I really want to hear your stories. It's really interesting to me how our passions and our interests as kids can actually turn into careers. Like my interest in art and technology turned into my career as a graphic and web designer. And this guy that I follow on YouTube that I love, his name is Chris Ramsey. He solves puzzles and he's a magician. And these are two interests and passions that he has had since he was a kid. And now I think he's doing quite well in a career on YouTube where he solves puzzles and does magic tricks every week. Like, how incredible is that? I was very stressed out as a young person and as a person in college trying to figure out what I was going to choose to do with the rest of my life. It was not an easy situation. It was not an easy decision. And I know people who have known definitively since they were young, like, I want to be a doctor. I want to do this. I want to do this. They have set goals and they are sure that that is what they want. I was not that person. (laughs) I wanted to do everything and I didn't want to have to choose because I was afraid that if I chose anything, I would be unhappy, and then I would be stuck in something. Eventually, my mom said, Sam, choose a major. You have to choose a major. You need to graduate from college. Pick something. And I was in art classes at the time. I was in graphic and web design classes at the time. And so I thought, okay, I'll do that. I'll just pick it. Let's see what happens. And turns out, it was quite a good decision. And if I could go back to little Sam, I would say, don't worry so much about what you choose. Because if you're interested in something, then it's probably going to turn out okay. And if it doesn't for some reason, then you can probably switch to something else that you're interested in. I did an early episode on reinvention Reinvention is totally possible. Not always easy, but totally possible. So wherever you are in your journey, let's just take a deep breath, acknowledging the dots that have led us to where we are, and knowing that we are going to get somewhere good in the future. And this concludes Sam's TED Talk for Wednesday. I hope you have enjoyed it. Please come again. In fact, Come again tomorrow, on Thursday, where we'll have a brand new episode for you. But for now, 
I hope you have a great Wednesday, or depending on when you listen to this, I hope you had a great Wednesday. And remember to breathe. This has been... To Berlin. And beyond. To Berlin and beyond.